0: Great, great morning, everybody! Great, great morning. Um, this is episode one zero six. Um, if you heard last week's episode, Caleb on the air. Basically, I had to pry into his activities he had for this last weekend. Um, is not here today, so you know, just shows you how how close our relationship. When I have to find out on the podcast that oh he. Yeah, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be able to record this week. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just got me today. Um everything is going good, can't complain. Um we just brought our well, my wife and I just brought our third child into the world, uh Blakely Ray Wallow. Um, so that's been a blessing. Um <sighs> I, I can, you know, I'm, I'm speechless. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a few things in life, like few moments, at least for me, that forces me to like slow down and just take a second, take a breath, take inventory, um, you know, check in with the family, see how everything is going. And, um, you know, definitely when, uh, our kids have been born, my wife and I, um, it's definitely that time for, for her and I to just reconnect, make sure everything is good, check in with the kids. Um, so yeah, I've just been, Great to just sit down and and not get any sleep these last couple of day, days. Um, but it's been great. It's been great. Can't complain. Um, you know, I just want to talk a little bit too. Like my wife went and um, she decided not to go through the epidural, right? And uh, our first two kids, she you know went through with the epidural, and uh, you know it, it, it. Both experiences have been awesome and phenomenal. I'm not taking away from that, but there's something about from my point of view, like my wife choosing the, the harder, more painful route, um, and, uh, just working through it, you know, and I, I can't explain the, like, just what that was. It was just so awesome. Um, you know, seeing my wife go through that. And I don't know if she's going to hear this. She doesn't really like listening to my podcast. (laughs) I'm just playing. I'm I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But, um, but yeah, I was so proud. So, you know, proud for her, proud to have her as my wife and um it was cool and then obviously um Blakely came and it was a, it was a team effort on on both their part you know the baby's gotta cooperate as well um and mommy's gotta you know help baby come out right um so yeah really proud of both of them uh happy daddy over here uh siblings have been nothing but um excited and and helpful um you know and you know braylin our five old she gets it Uh, cash did we think he gets it. Um, he's still a little rough on the edges, you know, he's only two and a half, but, um, both have been excited and, uh, it's been, it's been cool to, to see how they, you know, how they treat their new sibling. Right. Um, so it's cool. I'm just on here talking about some of my things, you know, parent life, uh, it's been, it's been going good. It's been going good. Obviously, you know, our third kid, you know, new baby, it's readjusting, you know, not getting sleep or just, Big thing is just communicating. Communication, my wife and I has got to be on point, right? Um, and so, yeah, so that's that's been good, you know, working through that. Mahana um, Fresh is going well. Uh, can't complain there. Um, been busy again. I just want to say thanks for everyone that that's been coming, showing support, um, messaging me, and 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 overall, just just giving me the love, you know, giving our squad the love, um, our team, you know, we, we feel like we got something special there at the store and, um, you know, all the messages I've been getting, the, the ID page has been getting, um, has been great validation for us. Um, so I just want to say thank you for everyone. And we're going we're gonna to keep growing. we're going to keep pushing this thing and, and keep providing a great, uh, product for you guys. That's fast, quick, and healthy, um, which we, which we need more of. Um, so I'm just, I'm just happy to be in that niche of fast, quick, healthy um, food. So again, guys, I don't want to bore you too much. Hope uh, everyone's having a great morning and we are going to jump into this episode. Great morning, everybody. On today's episode of Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb, just Cooper today, actually, uh, we have an engineer turned real estate investor and agent. Kyle currently pursues a passion for solving the financial freedom equation. His company, Passive 25K Group, has a mission to help working professionals with one source of income start and complete their passive income journey. The vision, solve the money problem and start doing the work that fascinates you. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Reedstrom. Hey. Cooper. I love it, man. Uh, awesome. That's, that's, good. That's, that's, good that's, apply. that's, that's my fake clap that I usually, I usually do. We're, we're working on getting something more official, right? We're working okay, on no, more, I more, like about, the
1: organic clap, man. Uh, it really <laughs> brought me into
0: it. Awesome. Awesome. Kyle. So can you just tell our audience a little bit more about um, who you are, what you do and why you do what you do?
1: Yeah. So uh, Kyle Reedstrom six, one Libra. No, I'm, I'm kidding. uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, instead of the long walks on the beach, uh, I just really appreciate you having me on here. I I love conversation like this. My story is interesting. I, you alluded to it a little bit. I was an engineer and I got frustrated, man. And I started looking for options and I found real estate. And so as of today, my one thing is really real estate. And then we've continued to find different parts of that industry that we've loved. And now we've, we're have we on to uh, a conversation that we're having with so many people every week, which is, hey, how do I get into buying assets, building businesses and buying assets that can create lifestyle for me and my family? And we've just heard our generation of people have a desire for that. And so we've started to create some structure around how we do it and how we can help others do it as well. So that's that's what I do day to day. We do that through a real estate brokerage. You know, we, we help people buy, sell, build, invest in, in houses in the Fargo Moorhead area, in, in the surrounding area. And we do that through property management. We manage properties for investors. We do that through owning properties. We own a, a lot of uh, investments, single families, multifamilies in the area and we do that through uh passive income university now which is where we put everything we do and have done in video form for other people to see, understand, take what they like, steal steal our ideas, use our spreadsheets um and then start their own journey because when people start creating uh residual income, they start to create options in their life and and really create uh I've seen unique people do amazing things once they free up their time man so that's what we get excited about
0: that's that's man that's that's awesome um can, let, let's talk a little bit you know a- engineer you know turn real estate investor slash agent um like so wh- what was the transition for you you said you were frustrated with with your engineering job like like what was frustrating about that and like was there something that happened in there that made you like okay i need a do something, you know, what? you know, it just happened to be real estate. Like what, what happened during that time?
1: Yeah, man. I, I think this is a story that maybe a lot of people can resonate with because I went to college. Well, shoot. When Cooper went, you know, were you like 17 years old, 16 years old, sophomore, junior in high school? People started asking you like, what do you want to do, man? What do you want to do? With yeah, you? You know? yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I didn't kidding. have an answer, man. I had some people, my math teacher said I was good at math. So the next thing to do when you're good at math is become an engineer. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that is funny because when you're young and you don't know and you, people accept your answer, you start saying it more. And that's what I started saying. And then I end up getting majored into engineering at NDSU, have the college experience. But the, the tough part for me was I got so tunnel visioned with getting my engineering degree that i that i stopped looking around and understanding what i was really excited about I, i'm such a i'm such a finish line guy like when i see when i'm in the race i don't pay attention to anything else and that was shame on me because if i would have explored more i think i would have found uh i love people i love business i like the numbers of engineering but i don't like the Environment or the ecosystems or the, the structures, or, you know, I, I don't like the day-to-day. I, want, I like freedom. I don't want the structure and risk-averse style of thinking. So, dude, I was three months into my first job as an engineer out in Bismarck, North Dakota, and I, I was in the parking lot. I remember this moment, man. And I, I think a lot of people have had a moment like this where you're like, "Dude, I just went to school and spent all this money. And I don't like this at all. And I, I think I'm not going to do it for very much longer. <laughs> you know? Mm, yep, yep. That's a scary thing. You feel like you just screwed up and you can't take it back. But that led me to what I like to call my next education, which was education I chose. I was going to the Barnes and Noble in Bismarck every day. I'd, I'd skip out of my engineering job at 15, 4 30. And I'd go to, I'd go get a coffee and a bagel and I'd sit down with books. I started reading again. I hadn't read a book since a textbook, man. And so I started reading books and, you know, then I, then like a lot of real estate investors, I crossed paths with the book called rich dad, poor dad,
0: mm, and yep, completely yep,
1: yep. transformed my mindset. And that was just the beginning, man. So.
0: Man, that's no, I, I hear you, man. I, I hear you, you know, like, and on this podcast, we don't try to like disrespect college or anything, but you know, like you said, your story is one that many people can resonate with, right? Like you go to college, you spend on this money and you end up with something that you, well, A, you probably can't find something right away. So yeah. You end, so you end up doing something in the interim, you know, hoping to, to get that job or, you have the job. And like you said, you, you're not really enjoying it. It doesn't like want to make you get up and and go pound the pavement. Right. Um, right, And I would say, and i would say there's a small, there's a percentage of people that, that that's not the case for, right? Like they love their job, you know, but like for the majority, I feel like your story resonates with the majority. Right.
1: Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing, like you're, you're a hundred percent right. I needed, I was at a different season when I got out of college. I was at a different age. I was in a different place. College for me and all the education you can't have regrets. And, and one time I said that to a mentor, I said, man, what if I could have started real estate, you know, earlier when I was in college, he said, don't ever say that again. Every single part of your journey is what got you to a place of either, whether it was frustration or a place of just curiosity, and that's what made you pick up the books. That's what made you discover new Flames of Passion. And so I've, I don't have any regrets with it, man. And I think the college journey in, in in first-time jobs and getting into majors and different industries and working with different people all is part of a big discovery. But I always encourage people to don't don't be ignorant and don't be blinded by the things that get you really excited the parts of your job that get you super turned on and super excited because there's parts of every job that did that there's parts of engineering that did that for me and so but when you find those man you've gotta, you got to you got to chase them down you got to stab them and and chase them because those are like the beginnings of passion and if you blow flame on that fire it turns into a working career that just gets you pumped up, and you're just the best version of yourself,
0: you know. So, I hope no, that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And I love, I love the uh, the the whole ment the whole mentor telling you not to uh, regret anything, you know. And like, you know, a few of my mentors that that's like a common thing, right? Like, you go through life like there there's things that have to happen to you in order to to find that next thing or that next journey, right? That's had.
1: 100%, dude. I had yeah. to have some of those things happen. Yeah. Man, I remember, my, I, and, and again, this is not in a derogatory way to talk bad about anybody like, but I remember my first boss and it was a clinic in micromanagement. And, if, and if, if you know anything about me or a lot of entrepreneurial people, micromanaging that, you know, that type of creative freedom and things, is just a, it's a very suffocating environment. Yeah, and, I hear and you. It was, like, dude, I, that was quite the experience to live in that environment and go work in it every day. You know what? But I had to be, I had to be, I had to take ownership of that too, man. I, that's exactly what you have to do in that. And every part of that built towards me getting to a place where eventually I said, I, I was, I chased down an opportunity with Hatch Realty it, it more, it more, more than Hatch Realty, Eric Hatch and Fargo, I kind of started tugging on his sleeve. He took a meeting with me and said, why don't you become a real estate agent? It sounds like you might enjoy the lifestyle, the working, the work of this better than engineering. You know, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the disc profile,
0: you know, oh, kind yeah. of like a
1: personality, you know, disc and mm-hmm, he put yeah. a disc profile. He put, he, he made me take the test. And if yeah. anybody's listening here, if you haven't taken a personality test or two, Some of those things that I had to do for interviews and things were some of the best owner's manuals for myself that I still come back to today. Um, Things like strength finder disc profile. So Eric made me take the disc and he laid down my disc profile and he laid down a typical salesperson and a typical engineer's disc over top of mine. Mm, yep. he, played the game. he played the game like, one. which one of these things does not look like the other, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, you see how your disc is opposite of an engineer? This is why you maybe feel some pain in your current position. And this is why you might consider going a different direction, whether it's with us or someone else. And he said, why don't you come help me? build this company called Hatch Realty that we started in 2015 and I was like well I never I'm not going to become a realtor you know (laughs) and it was an ego thing dude I don't know what I was thinking about realtors at that time but the long story of it is I got into that and it's been just a, a business of people ever since and that that was what uh what really lit my fire so
0: that's awesome that's awesome no that like dude that's crazy so um I've been doing personality coaching going on now, um, three years. Um, same, same thing. Like my personality coach, I actually had him on here for like episode three, I think three or four. It was super early on. Um, same thing, this, this profile, like, you know, help me like understand my personality, like my triggers. And so like, like you said, anyone that's out there, like I would strongly really look into like personality coaching. I mean, it doesn't have to be the disc, but just Anything that helps you understand yourself on a more deeper, intimate level, um, it helps with a lot of the confusion that you're probably going through, you know, in, in your life or your career, or, you know, whatever you're going through. So, um, no, that's awesome. That's cool to hear you say that. Um, I want to talk a little bit now. So, you, you said you're your engineering job. You're checking, you know, leaving 415, 430, going to bars and nobles, reading books, um, I, I guess what was like, what would like, maybe one or two things that you learned during that time when you were doing the reading, um, you know, and then once you got into real estate, was there like an aha moment that was like, okay, yeah, I'm, i this is what I was meant to, meant to do.
1: Yeah, dude, you're, uh, you're making me, my mind's dancing right now with some of the, some of the questions. <laughs> this is good. You know, like, the aha moment that I had was I had unlimited energy when it came to topic matter that I really mm. was curious about and enjoyed. Awesome. Like you get done working, man. And engineers, we'd get there at 7am. It was like a badge to see you could get there first, first to the office, man. And it was like, and we just went straight to our computers and my first office didn't have windows and it was in a basement, man. It was like straight out of like, dude, I'm telling wow. you, I'm picking this up. And so, it was like a race there and I mean it took everything I had to get to lunchtime man I mean and I'm sure this was nah. like my adolescent immature, immature. <laughs> like, like I'm just like this 23 year old that's just like why I'm hungry and I don't like this and anyway you know and there's certain aspects to every job where you have yeah. to, you have to start at the bottom of the totem pole I did that in real estate too but what I learned from an aha you know for for from some of this discovery is I'd be tapped out leaving that office, even when I left early, like, right. I was, you know, I stayed until five, a lot of days. All right. But uh, then when I got to Barnes and Noble and I would open up a book with things that I was so curious about, things that I wanted to learn, people that I admired, I had unlimited energy. (sighs) I could stay there till midnight, dude. It was no work. There was no work involved with that. It wasn't like college where you're reading a textbook because you have to or take studying for a test that you don't want to take this was like information. I was just turning every page like faster than the last, you know? Yeah. And I realized, Oh dude, you actually like this stuff. And every single person has stuff that they're super crazy. Awesomely jacked about everybody. Does. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, it could be my brother in the Minnesota Timberwolves, or it could be me and a spreadsheet about a uh, hundred single family houses. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. and it's like, So everybody has a thing. And so I started to figure out, oh my gosh, like this is not work. This is awesome. I could do this forever. And I started putting together hypothetical deals. I started like creating my imaginary portfolio and I started calculating how much cash flow I'd need to create, you know, to, to buy this car or to go on this vacation, you know, and do, do just dreaming, man. The dreaming was turned on. That's probably something that was lost for
0: me for a long time. Um, that, yeah. So, like, no, sorry, I don't mean to jump. I'm like loving everything you're saying right now, man. Like, and this is the power of, um, you know, c- continuing. I guess your education outside of yes college, college when you're done, right? That um, is, you have to. People need to hear that. They think that they're graduating.
1: You're just getting started. This is a lifetime started, right? of learning. You know, it's just what's the topic matter?
0: Exactly, and 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 you hit it like, you hit it on the nail, like, if you don't have something that you're passionate about, you know, whether if it's, like, your job, or you're doing something after your, your nine to five, like you said, you had, like, energy, like, you were excited to go after work to do the reading, curious, things like that, like, I've been hearing, you know, some of the, the few people I listen to, like, if, if you find something you love, you're, like, you don't run out of energy, like, you just are excited you want to keep Mm -hmm. going you want to keep learning and 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 you want to do that thing even into like the wee hours of the morning right yeah
1: you don't even want to sleep you don't even want to eat you just want to keep going you know and like here's the thing like I know some people and some friends even that they're like I don't you know what am I passionate about they ask that question a lot and you don't you don't you don't know what you're passionate about you don't you don't and you don't have something that you have to find that it's like, oh, I finally discovered my crazy, amazing passion. Your passion, you have, you have, and I'm convinced of this, this may be a Kyle theory, but I think you have a room, house, a field full of tiny little flames of passion that you can continue to grow if you continue to fuel them. Like, and, and, and so my thing, my advice that I give a lot of, people when they're like, well, I don't know what that is for me after they see me all excited about something is every time you're curious about something, just listen to a podcast about it on when you're driving. And it could be any podcast, but you know, recently I've been really deep into gut health and yep. I'm, I'm creating a passion around health for the first time in my life. And you would have never guessed that I'd be doing that, man. And Cooper, yeah. you're a part of that because the store you opened up in Fargo, that's serving healthy, proteins and healthy greens over there at Mahana, man. Like I am like on, I'm like your number one fan.
0: If you didn't awesome. That. appreciate it. Appreciate, um, it, appreciate it, appreciate but, it.
1: But uh, you know, the thing is that was just something that I was relevant to me when I was 32, you know, recently. And I said, I'm ready to, to go down this path of, of learning more about this. And now I freaking soak it up. I'm reading all these stupid nerdy gut health books and it never, if someone would have told me you should learn about gut health when I was 27, I'd have been like, Nope, I'll see you at the bar. You know, like you know, that <laughs> it's like it's just not. It's it's got to be the right timing. But that flame of passion always existed for me. I just hadn't blown wind on it yet. You know, yeah. what I mean?
0: does that make sense? No. It'll make perfect sense. It's perfect. And I always, you know, I have a theory too. Like the uh, you know the, the quality of your question um, determines the the quality of your success, right? And like I would challenge people to. I guess like th- there's more than one way to get to the same answer, right? Or this, this, the, the same result, right? Like if you're going through life and you don't know what your passion is, you know, like Kyle said, there's there's definitely certain things that, curi- that you're curious about. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you know those things, like spend some time digging a little bit into those things. Um, yes. I, and, it, and, and I would right. also like, I would flip it and then say like, what are the things you you dislike? Mm. You know, like what what are those things that you aren't excited about? Like okay, like so th- maybe what are, what are the opposites of those? Um, you know, and and so that was that's one thing, and I, I just love how you how you said it um, when you talked about um, when you talked about how you, how you do it. You know, digging up those those curious spots that you have, and sometimes the easiest way is if you have an idea or you're, you don't know something, I would just pick one thing and just go attack it and see if you like it or not. Dude.
1: Yeah. Um, that is, that's amazing advice, man. I yeah. can't tell you, I stopped doing this uh, a few months back, a number of months back. I stopped doing like, if I, if I lose interest in a book, I stop reading it. If yeah. I, if I lose interest in something, I stop. I don't, I don't have this like mentality that I'm a quitter if I stop a book halfway through because then I go and jump into a book that has a topic that I'm curious about. And I jump to the top, the chapter of the book that I'm very relevant. It's very relevant to me. And I read it like a freaking banshee and I implement. And that's the whole point. And it's because I'm curious about that at that time. And so I've, my, my topic matter of, you know, I ask myself, I journal a lot. I have a a, a, um, a legal pad with me at all times, a yellow, ugly yellow one. And I'm always, I love answering the question, what are you, What today, what are you craving or what do you desire today? And dude, my answer goes from, um, I'm excited about the upcoming sporting event to, um, I'm curious about Airbnbs to, I wonder how much one of those little huts on the ocean in, you know, in, uh, Turks and Caicos costs to rent for an entire month, you know, like just stupid stuff, dude. Yeah. Just like whatever's in my head, it just gets out. And, you know, then I'm able to jump into a podcast about something or I'm able to talk, you know, listen to something about my marriage because I'm curious about, you know, how I can grow in this area or something like that. And it's just led me to stay focused on the things that get me pumped.
0: No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, lo- I love it. I love it. Ken, but, so before we get to how how you, you came across your, your uh, 25K um, group, so when you were – at that point at your engineering job where you like were curious going to Barnes and Nobles, I, I guess I want to know is how you came across rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, how did you come dude. across that book? That is
1: an interesting question. You know, I think they, I shouldn't say that. I think they have a very mark easily, you know, good marketing scheme with the color purple, right? The good old yeah. purple book. <laughs> Cause yeah. I remember hearing about that. And I remember thinking, Rich dad, poor dad, what does that mean? It's like about something with money and personal finance. But then I'm walking there and I'm going down this the the, the book section that's like, you know, personal growth section because I'm in need of some. And there's the purple book section and they got plenty of them. And I, and I just happened to say, okay, today's the day I'm going to read this. Took it home. It was a Sunday that day. And it was a Sunday afternoon. I sat down, read the whole thing in four hours. And I've never done that, man. And that's how I knew, man. I was like, dude, this, this is it. He's singing the tune that I've been waiting. This is my leader. This is the guide. Like, what do I do next, you know? And so that was that was kind of my story. And that was when I was, uh, you know, I just talked to a guy that said he didn't read it soon enough. You know, but again, no regrets. But that that I was 24. I think 23. And so it everything changed for me. And it didn't change. I didn't blow up my whole world. I stuck engineering. I remember I told you I was done with engineering in my mind at 3 months, but I I stuck that job out for 2 years. Yeah. And uh and, and kind of tactically was making plans and learning more of where I wanted my future to go. Um, and and so, sorry, I'm I'm sorry Kyle. Your story is amazing. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's 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 the gist of it. That was where my mindset changed. And every day going to work, I knew that this was an opportunity for me to to gain to save and gain money in order to create a new future. And this was where it was going to be in in this this type of thing, this real estate investing
0: world. Awesome, awesome. And like, and I don't want I don't want you to 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 downplay that. And I don't think you are, but like, you you had an idea. Right. I You know, as you were reading, learning, you know, becoming a realtor came up, but like, I, I love that you, you still kept your job. And I, yeah. I think people need to like hear and understand that like so many times in today's world, you hear like, Oh, if you want to be an entrepreneur or this, you need to quit that job. You don't, you don't like it and, and just go off into the world. What they don't tell you is that that's probably the dumbest thing. You can do because now you you have you have to worry about back in my seat, man. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You you gotta now you have a check, and if if you have a family, like now you have to worry about that. So like, understanding like you can do all these things, but you gotta have a plan. You gotta be strategic, and like, and I love when you get into that position where like now you're you're seeing your job as as I want to say like almost as an asset to get you to where you need to go right? Yeah, dude, that's so, a great right. way to look at it. I actually love that perspective because
1: my engineering job was an asset to me in so many ways. It's still an asset to me, Cooper. Yeah, like, exactly. We'll look, at, we're talking about my engineering history right now, and I haven't been an engineer in seven years, and people still understand that that's part of my story. They still they actually give me credit in the sense of I I kind of get where you are coming from, and they give me uh, credibility for for yeah. that you know, in the sense of, you know what, that was your professional expertise and you got into entrepreneurship. It makes sense for someone now, you know, but when I did it, it, a lot of people were scratching their heads, you know, when I left for, to get into real estate. But at the same time, it's it's part of my story. It's part of anyone's story. And if I would have been, you know, just, just jumped out right away, I just don't think it would have had the impact that it did. you know, I even used my engineering career to give me access to loans, that helped me buy investment mm. properties. That they liked. <laughs> that made me look good on paper. Um, I use it. I use it as being able to uh, create an expertise in real estate as someone that really likes to analyze deals and, and has kind of a numbers mind. People appreciate that. That are investors, you know. And so it's still an asset. That's a, such a great way. But it was something I didn't like. But that didn't mean it was mm. a bad
0: thing, you know. So I, I hope. I hope you you guys are hearing the nuggets that. Uh... Kyle is, is, is just, just, he, he's breezing by him. Cause it, it's like, he's so familiar with it, but like, I just hope you guys just realize how he just said how his job was an asset and the things that having you know, having that job, um, it can open the doors to, like you said, getting loans, you know, just looking good on paper to the banks and stuff like that. Just awesome. Um, and, and I would also, say this real,
1: real quick on that, yeah. you know, the process for me went like this. It was discovery. And then I created a vision. It was what I wanted. I remember my first vision that I wrote down was I want to have 10 rental properties that each do 500 a month, because that would mean it was about 5,000 a month, right? 10 times 500 a month. I'd be making about 5,000 a month and that would replace my salary. And that's what I was living off of. And so I said, "It's only, I'm only 10 properties away. That was my first vision that seemed achievable. It was a smart goal. I put timelines behind it, you know, and I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then I went to work jacked up because I had a vision that I was doing. And this job was helping me, giving me time to refine it and be calculated. And it was giving me money to save, to do it. It was introducing me to people that have more conversations. It was introducing me to professionals, future clients. It was introducing me to future people that worked with me, that are investors that I've, that I met in the engineering world. You know, so it went curiosity to vision, and then it went to really tactical game planning until the time was right, and then I had to do the jump. the The last piece was really
0: finding where you're gonna actually put the money where your mouth is. Awesome, that's that's awesome. And I, and I, and I, before we move move on to to more of the story, um, do, doing those things that you don't like to do, um, it's it's so like overlooked, and I and I don't want to. Pass by that, but like you said, like obviously you get once you give purpose to your job, um, it may go into work a lot more, like easier. But you still didn't like doing it hundred yeah. um, percent, And so sometimes you got to do those things that you're not excited about, like it doesn't get you excited. But like like Kyle is saying, once he gave purpose for his job, his job was meant to get him to where he wanted to go it changed the perspective of the job. Um, and so I just, I, I love, I love, I love that. Um, so let so let's talk about, so you're, you're a realtor, you, you, you're with Hatch Realty. Um, I, I guess now where does your, your new, your new thing you're doing, the 25 K group, like where does that come in to play now?
1: Absolutely, man. in, in, That's an interesting question because I was asking myself, you know, what is your one thing? Because I started getting into sales with real estate. When I, early on, when I was still an engineer, actually, I came back to Fargo and I bought two fourplexes, put together kind of a creative deal to get into my first rental properties. So I had some rentals and then I was doing kind of some other things in business, some different partnerships. And I had somebody kind of comment that I was doing a lot of different things and I didn't see it that way. But I think from the outside looking in, it seemed that way. Um, and so I, I needed a way to create my umbrella. What, what is it? What, what do we do? What do I do? What is, what's going to be the thing? Because I know that I wasn't, you know, being a real estate agent was again, a function for a vocation that I really enjoyed, that I became really good at, and that I could serve people well in. But my goal was not to be the best real estate agent in the nation. That was never really on my list. That wasn't my goal. That was too much of an active role. It takes a lot of time and energy that I love to spend. It's, it's, it's a fun thing. That's the hardest part about turning yourself off from it. But I knew that that's not the answer for me. That's not my vision of my life is to be running around 7 days a week doing open houses on Sunday and showing houses at night, you know how it goes. Yep, yep. So, what is my one thing? And we came through some mentorship and through some other leaders that had kind of families of companies and that were very entrepreneurial and they knew that it was going to continue. They created kind of an umbrella brand or an umbrella group that was their one thing. And that's what Passive 25K group is for us, intentionally named because the vision we have is that our family of companies would create $25,000 a month in passive income. And once we cross that finish line, which we're about halfway there, we're going to cross that finish line. And then our goal is to help everyone else do the same thing according to what their number is. It doesn't have to be 25. It can be, be 25000 a year. Ours is 25000 a month, which is a big, hairy, audacious goal. But we want to continue to take steps towards that each day, each week, each month, each quarter. We're putting goals towards tracking that and building everything we do to get there so we can pave the way for others. Um, and that's our mission. That's Our, our mission is literally to build pe- wealth through passive income for ourselves. And it really changed the game when we added and others, to build wealth through passive income for ourselves and others. And what, we, what I get excited about the most right now is what we're putting in place to help others do the same better and faster than what we've done as a small team uh, to get where we're at. So people can really start to to lean into the lifestyle aspect. And, and And just for example, I mean, my wife and I are just starting to flex the muscle of, you know, what the passive income can do for your lifestyle. You know, we spent a month in Austin in January. And that wasn't because we wanted to, you know, go and visit family there. or We had some destination. We just wanted to live in a different area for a month because it was January in Fargo. And, and we did that the year before in big sky, Montana, we went skiing for a month there and I kept things working and people kept things in place, but this is, it's starting to look like the lifestyle of our dreams. And that's only, that's only possible if we walk out our, our vision with this thing. Um, and you know I know you touched on it in my bio Cooper but I truly believe that when we can solve the money problem and what's the money problem the money problem is we can barely look forward in the future because we have to pay bills today and this mm. week and this month we can I barely get past the month let alone cast a one year vision a three year vision a five year vision for our lives because we just got to make the mortgage payment and so once we create extra we can start to loosen up. We can start to look farther. And once you completely solve the equation, which the equation for financial freedom is your passive income is greater than or equal to your expenses. So if you're spending $5,000 a month on all your bills and everything you need to create your lifestyle, and I'm, I'm including like having fun, it's not having a crappy budget that is not a life for you enjoy. I'm talking how much you want to give, how much you want to have fun, how much you want to invest. All that comes to a number and then if your passive income equals that, that's coming in in your mailbox every month, you're free. And once you're free, man, I've met people that have that freedom. They start impacting people's lives. They start impacting the world in different ways. They start doing work that's so meaningful to them that it, 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 it's meaningful to others. They start solving big problems, dude. It's super exciting. And, and I would have never known that even could exist until I met a couple people that that live that lifestyle and their relationships, man, so many of their relationships are thriving, and I mean, how many of us have strained relationships, and if we had all the time in the world, you know that and so that's where if we if if we can help people solve the money problem even on a small scale, we can get a more and more people into doing the work that fascinates them because people by nature like to do great work, and uh sitting on your butt for a week or two gets old really fast even if you even if you like it it, it eventually you want to start doing something meaningful, and then yeah. uh more and more people that are doing that, we really think we can you know it's crazy to say, but that's how the world changes man that's awesome
0: that's no that's that that's awesome um you've been talking a lot about uh well first, I just want to say that's awesome that you and your wife have been able to do that um I have like, so when I hear stuff like that, I just automatically think like, okay, what what type of growth that does for you? Because I, I feel like you're a guy that sure. that's cool. You can, you can go on a month vacation, but I feel like that also some type of way you're still kind of like learning when you take those trips, right? You're still like developing. Um, so I guess my next question is like, as you've been able to take... You know, those one month trips, like what have you learned during those times? Dude, you
1: keying in on that is 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 very keen of you because those trips, those two January trips, have been the most uncomfortable thing I've I've done Mm -hmm. in my career. Uh, Love it. Dude, I love gum I love running the team here. I love working with I love getting on the ground. I love serving clients. Taking me out of this situation uh, dude, it's like, Oh no, what happens? What if, people, you know, <laughs> what if people don't get Kyle? And it's like, no, that's not your goal, man. People can do things. You know, it's almost like my ego got in the way of like, no. And I, and letting go is tough, especially like, yeah. So tons of learning, man, T- learning how to leverage, learning how to tee up other people for success, learning how to lead remotely learning how other people can thrive when you're not there almost like I'm not a micromanager but when I'm around you kind of vicariously like take things off of people's plates and you kind of have your fingers in this stuff and then I needed to get out of it you know yeah so I really think it's a a, for for anybody that's got teams out there you know sometimes the best thing you can do for your health of your team is to get the heck out of the way and leave and and, and let them do the work that they know how to do. <laughs> you
0: know, Man, you know I, like, bro, like, yeah, we, I can, me and you need to talk off. <laughs> um, I like you, like I've only, again, the people I listen to, like, they always talk about that. Like, you, obviously when you, when you're building something from the ground up, like, you know, you got to be in there, you got to be in the day to day, but then like, you, like you're saying, you get to a point now where you're not trying to micromanage, but you just are sp- so still involved that you end up kind of micromanaging, right? Yeah, um, you don't and, even
1: mean it. You don't even know. what don't even mean it. mean
0: it. Yep. And 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 what I've heard, of, you know, a few of the leaders that I listen to is like sometimes the best thing you can do is just, you know, keep yeah, give people these tasks and then take a month, like not even like a weekend or a week, but like a whole month, and just like have those people step up, and like obviously there's going to be things that you got to fix when you come back. Okay, all right. Sorry, everybody. This recording online um i cut out for a little bit so we're going to pick up to uh where we were um Kyle if you can talk a little bit you know you know so obviously learning from you know taking time off you know you you force your team to grow um so i th- i think that that's awesome that that you've been able to able to do that um can 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 you talk a little bit about yeah. From your story, I'm hearing that you're a, you're a goal guy. Um, you talked about you write your goals down. Um, like can you just talk about the power in like having a goal and, and writing those goals down like, like just what it has meant to you?
1: Yeah, man, this one of our values at uh, at you know our umbrella company past the 25k group, one of our three values is 90day world. Um, and this has been a profound thing for me to live in a 90-day world, to stop thinking yearly and then uh, create essentially a 12-week plan every quarter, every 90 days, and allowing myself to get ramped up and get excited about something for 90 days and try my hardest to continue to take steps towards that goal. And what I've realized as humans, and it's this, it's a concept with a book called The 12-Week Year, we're as humans wired to like fail every 90 days as weird as that sounds like we're kind of wired to kind of like try something and then we falter and a lot of times what we do is if we didn't succeed we just give up and for the whole rest of the year if we're not on pace for our goals in quarter one we just don't even care the rest of the year whereas our entire team and myself we only have 90 day goals we don't even care about the whole year um and so i can just stay focused for 12 weeks what do I need to do? It's smaller steps. Then it's more biteable chunks, you know, selling a hundred houses in a year is daunting when January hits, but you know, knocking down 20 to 25 and a quarter that, that, that seems like, you know, and, and then eight, seven, eight, you know, it's like, that's, I can, I can start to bite on that. You know what I mean? So that's been a revolutionary thing for our goal setting with a company and myself, man, and especially for like health and workout, man, sometimes I just kind of try something out for 90 days or, I like to say date a goal for 90 days to see if I want to continue it in the next quarter. Sometimes I say, no, that's not my thing. And sometimes I'm like, okay, let's pour on more gas for that thing, you know? And so that's really how we view everything that we do and, and giving ourselves time to break down and then reset every quarter.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's awesome, man. Um, can are you what are you doing now these days to uh like continue to you know grow grow you um, as a person?
1: Yeah, dude. Um, okay, so I mean everybody on our team, and this isn't even me, it's not a mandatory thing. We all have reading habit, man. I, I think that you can only really gain wisdom um, from either experiencing something yourself and, and kind of learning you live and you learn type of thing or reading it in a book and having self-discovery there. Um, And so we're doing both. We're trying a lot of things in real life and doing things. Um, You know, we're podcasting right now. That's a new thing for us. Actually, Cooper, I'm excited to have you as a guest on there. But that's something like we're figuring out, you know, and we're going to try something out. And so that's something we're doing. But then we're also reading information or trying to learn on the shoulders of others in order to have self-discovery and listening to things like podcasts and books. So dude, that's a staple. I think reading is a superpower where that unlocks potential. If you just spend, you know, and and here's the fun rule that people kind of laugh at me when I'm never, I've spoke to groups or anything like that. I have a limit on reading. I only read, I only can read for 10 minutes a day and then I have to stop. And it's, it's a re it reverse engineers your brain to think, Oh, I have to read 50 pages today, or I have to read this book by the end of the month. No, I just, I don't want to read a hundred books. I want to say I have a strong reading habit. And so I, I want to leave meat on the bone each day. I want to have to stop listening at 10 minutes because I want, I'm excited to listen tomorrow and, and kind of create abundant mindset around that. And so some people laugh at that, but it's been a really cool thing for me to continue my reading habit. Um, and listening when I'm driving or, you know, when I'm working out or walking and, and I'm always like, Oh, I get, I, my 10 minutes is reset. Let's go. I'm going to, I'm going to dive back into that. You know? Um, and so that's, that's a big one. I mean, that's the common one. That's probably the buzzword. Um, another one that I do, man, I have to have a coach and I've had coaches in several areas of my life. You know, you're an athlete Cooper, like the highest athletes, like Tom Brady has a coach for almost every part of his life. Yeah. And then, you know, what we, even me, when I was going into school, like I had a middle school coach that coached like he coached like football and basketball. And then you get to high school and you have like an a coach that's like a shooting coach and you have a head coach, and you have an assistant coach. So like more coaches, the higher you get. And then you get to college and you have like specialty coaches, like crazy. You have trainers, you have nutritionists. And then guess what? You get into work. Maybe you have like one supervisor, dude. Yeah. Maybe you sure as heck don't have a coach for like, personal growth coach, productivity coach, how to, how to do your job coach, where you go, like you almost go from great coaching to nothingness, especially as an entrepreneur. And so I've really tried to, and I've paid a lot of money to have access to coaches, but I, to say that I don't, I haven't got ROI on that is foolish, you know? Um, and I think a lot of people wait to have a coach. They're like, when I get the money, I'll, I'll hire a coach. But you actually have to do the opposite. You have to hire a coach
0: to get money. (laughs) You know, well, and it's one—it's one of those things too. Like, like how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, I'm a strong believer. Like, if you—if you can't invest now, whatever your money amount is, like whatever you feel like is enough money, too much, like whatever that number is, if—if you can't invest in yourself now, when you're trying to get to that thing or that goal, like, I mean, what—what's to say you're going to do it when you get to that point? You know, like exactly, and I'm I'm sure you're the, you know, you think the same way too. Um, like money just exposes who you who you are. Like it yes. doesn't make you better. It doesn't make you worse. It just exposes who you are. So if you're someone that was never giving or like donating when you didn't have money, I mean, it's gonna be a hard switch for you to just say like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna donate X amount every every month, like it's going to be hard.
1: So that is so true. That is, that is, I hope that people got the weight of that concept right there. If, if it's being ignored, because that is, you need to start today. What you want to be doing when you're, you know, when you're quote unquote successful, like, you know, that's, that's an imaginary dragon. The journey is where you get there and like doing those habits that matter to you or part of your values right now, Yep, changes you into the person you need to be to get there. You know, like that's it. No, that's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Well, Kyle, this was yeah. awesome. I, I I really I really enjoy this. I really enjoy talking to you. Maybe this is a sign I don't need Caleb on this podcast anymore. No, this <laughs> way can you uh, can you just tell our audience a little bit? You know, like where they can link up with you. Um, you know, see some of the stuff that that you're doing.
1: Yeah, man, I love. Like, I'm always putting stuff out. I'm kind of an active social media guy. So. Kyle Reedstrom on really any platform, my Facebook, add me as a friend, Uh, my Instagram, Kyle Reedstrom. I'm on YouTube, on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. Check me out. I'm always putting stuff out there, usually in the theme of lifestyle, real estate, investing, passive income. Um, And then really what I love, I mean, if anybody's interested in this topic matter of lifestyle and passive income and, and creating, you know, what you want, Um, we have what's called passive income university. And that's, that's my plug. I mean, we're creating a community of people because this is what we wanted, a community of people that are all doing this together. And then we've recorded everything and kind of created tools and classroom work uh, for people to soak in, whether you're just getting started, never even thought about investing or passive income, or if you're on unit number 10 and you own two businesses and you want to up your game to 10,000 a month type of thing. And so that's all found at www.p25kg.com, and that's where you can uh, check us out. And I'd love to get a call with people. If nothing else, just uh, do a discovery call and, and chat about what your goals are and see how I can help. So
0: awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Kyle, thank you very much, man. This was this was really cool, really insightful, and uh, I'm sure we'll be we'll be linking up soon. <laughs>
1: yeah, Cooper, thanks for having me on, man. This was a blast. Awesome.
0: See ya. Another great episode, episode 106 with Kyle Reedstrom. Um this was a great episode. Uh, I don't really know what else to say. Um listen to his story, um, his journey uh was just awesome. I mean guys, like there was so many gems dropped in that episode. Um, if you really heard this st- you know, listen to his story. Um you know, one you know, one of the few things themes I picked up, um, having a goal and a purpose for yourself and having everything else in your life going towards that goal and purpose. Um, you, you listen to his story. It's like every aspect or every part of his journey, he's always kept moving the needle or kept developing himself, right? Like engineering wasn't his thing. So he jumped into real estate, like Real estate, again, it's his thing that he's excited for, but he knows what his end goal is, that, you know, that freedom, right? And that's what we're all trying to get to, that freedom, right? So I love how he's kept that the focal point in every aspect of his of his journey. And so that 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 was awesome. Um again, you guys heard us talk about his job and and you know, once you have a goal and a vision for yourself, understanding how your job can support you and, and be an asset right giving your job a purpose uh is, is 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 awesome um and you know talks about writing writing your goals down was big um in his journey and and you know you guys know me i i love the writing the goals down um and and just making sure you're staying on track uh yeah so this was a great great episode guys we'll put those links um in the show notes for Kyle um, like he said, I'll be I'll be on his podcast here in the next month or so, um, talk, talking about you know my journey and stuff. But uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, this was a great episode, guys. You know, this is definitely one that you know you should really go back and listen to the things that he talked about. Kyle did. Um, you know, I, I feel like his story with going to college and paying all this money and not liking your job, like I, I feel like that resonates with the majority of people. Um, myself included, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, thanks again for listening. This is episode 106. Um, why do I say 106? Like 106. This is episode 106. 106. Uh, please rate, subscribe, leave a review. Um, make sure to check out Mahana Fresh if you haven't, um, and leave us a review on Google, um, you know, and, or shoot me a DM on if any suggestions or questions, I uh, would love to hear what you guys have to say. But um, again, thanks again, guys. And I'll see you next week.